leaving school, senior college, and I came across this elderly man outside mowing his lawn, and it looked like he was struggling. And I don't. Why, why do he look like he was struggling? He just hot. It was a Paint hot, the picture for it me. It was a hot, sunny day, and he, you could just tell that you know, he looked like he's taking breaks in between, pushing and just stopping, pushing and stopping. And you're driving home, and you see this. Yeah, and I just pulled over and helped him. But it, it was at that moment I realized that a few years before that I asked God to use me as His vessel, and He didn't give me an answer at all. But it felt at that moment, and I came across the elderly man. He was like, "I was preparing you for that this moment right here." I pulled over and helped him out, and that one smart of kindness will eventually change my life forever. Welcome to an army of normal folks. I'm Bill Courtney. I'm a normal guy. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm an entrepreneur. And I've been a football coach in inner city Memphis. And the last part unintentionally led to an Oscar for the film about our team. It's called Undefeated. I believe our country's problems will never be solved by a bunch of fancy people in nice suits talking big words that nobody understands on CNN and Fox but rather by an army of normal folks, us, just you and me deciding, hey, I can help. That's what Rodney Smith Jr., the voice we just heard, has done. Rodney grew up with a learning disability in Jamaica, and a teacher once told him that he really would never amount to much. But Rodney persevered. He found teachers who did believe in him. He made it to college in Huntsville, Alabama, and his one single act of love for an elderly man he didn't even know inspired him to commit more acts of love. And the next thing you know, he's got a nonprofit called Raising Men and Women Lawn Care Service that's inspired 4,000 kids to take what he calls the 50-yard challenge to mow lawns for people in need and get this part for free. That's 200,000 lawns. I cannot wait for you to meet Rodney right after these brief messages from our generous sponsors. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey everybody, it's Coach Bill Courtney. If you're enjoying an episode of An Army of Normal Folks, There's another podcast you might like, especially if the global conflicts that seem to surround us and even the upcoming election are making you feel like we're on the brink of disaster. What Could Go Right is hosted by Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varvalukas. On What Could Go Right, the hosts sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues without resorting to pessimism or despair that we hear so often. Instead, they look back at how far society has come and look forward at what it will take to achieve an even brighter future. Is progress on the way? They may not have all the right answers, but on what could go right, they're asking the key questions. Tune in to hear interviews with upcoming guests like writer Coleman Hughes, 
CNN host Reed Zakaria, and economist Alan Schrager. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, join them every Wednesday on What Could Go Right, available wherever you get your podcast. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Now let's return to Rodney on his first act of kindness at the very beginning of helping one elderly man. That night, I went to Facebook and I told him about my experience that day of helping this elderly man and I want to start moving free loans for the elderly disabled single parents and veterans in Huntsville, Alabama. And I made that post and I told people, at first, I'd have a lawnmower. So the first 10 loans that I'm going to do, you know, at least have a lawnmower so I can just mow the lawn. Well, let's let's get back to that first day. Okay. Um, you're driving down the street and you see this old man pushing a lawnmower yeah. and he's taking a break between each steps. Yeah. And you've just felt for him. I mean, yeah, yeah. do you know how many people we pass every day struggling cutting grass or doing <laughs> some housework? And I mean, that's their house. That's their problem. Yeah. What made you pull over? Just the feeling that that feeling I had to pull over that feeling God telling me do something you know that that was the beginning of my book I believe you know everyone has a so book. you pull over yeah walk up and to him. you get out of the car and you walk up to this guy in his front yard yeah walk up to him and say, all right Sir. well he must have been thinking <laughs> yeah is this dude about to come steal my lawnmower <laughs> yeah he's got to be looking at you like you're half crazy of course and and at first, you know, you you he he like, no, it's, I'm okay, I'll, I'll get it done. But eventually, you know, he let me. He finish. said, "What? He, he he will get it done. You know, he, <laughs> you know, he get it done." And but eventually, you know, after talking to him, you know, he let me finish the lawn for him. What, and what'd you say to him? I just saying, sir, you know, it's, it's real hot out here. He's an elderly man, Mr. Brown. An elderly man. His name was Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown. Yeah, about in his seventies or so. You know, seven years old in the hot summer. You know that's 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 rough. That's rough. And I said, please let me finish. I'm not gonna leave until let me finish. You know, I was persistent, and I I just. How long did it take you? you no, know, take me no time. You know, twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Yeah, about twenty minutes. You cut his lawn for him. Yeah, and it's, it's that feeling you get, you know, helping someone, and and that started everything. That small. If I never would have came across that elderly man, I probably would have finished. Been back in Bermuda back doing Bermuda. computer stuff. Exactly. So you came across Mr. Brown. Mm-hmm. And you had some compassion for him, mm-hmm. and you walked up and said, "Hey, yeah, let me finish your grass for you. Looks like you're struggling." Yeah, why didn't he have somebody cut it for him? I'm not sure. Probably couldn't. I didn't ask him, but probably couldn't afford it. Was this a? This wasn't an overly nice house, I don't guess. Yeah, I mean, it was. You know, you could tell that you know he's struggling a little bit. Yeah, and so you uh, cut his grass. Yeah, cut and his that grass. was it. But and, you go home. Yeah. And you just said that once you got home, you you felt moved by the experience. Exactly, I felt inspired and felt I needed to do something more. 
and I just made a post on Facebook. And so you made a post on Facebook. What did it say? I'm, I'm Rodney. <laughs> I'm going to cut your grass if no. you just let me know. I mean, <laughs> what? I mean, Rodney, do, do you just really, did you grow up loving to cut grass? No, and that's the funny thing. You know, growing up, I hated mowing lawns. Right? <laughs> I hated it. You hated mowing lawns as a kid. Yeah. So you pull over and volunteer to cut some other man's lawn. Exactly. That's if weird. I was your mom or dad, I'd be mad at you. <laughs> I'd fight you my whole life to get you cut the grass you're doing this man's lawn for yeah. nothing. It's crazy how life works. God took something I dislike and turned to something I love to do. And I do it every single day for free now. Huh. So you made a post on Facebook. Yep. And so just ex explaining my experience that day about mowing for the elderly man. And I'm going to mow free lawns now for anyone in need in the community. And that's how it started. And what, what was the demographic of the people that you were willing to cut grass for? Yeah. So, so anyone elderly, disabled, a single parent, or a veteran. Or a veteran? Yes, sir. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I get elderly mm -hmm. who maybe can't afford it or yep. don't can't do it physically. Um, uh, the disabled speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. And then you said who else? Single parents. Single parents. Yeah. And then, but veterans. I mean, some are certainly disabled, but they fall under disabled mm -hmm. and all that. But why specifically veterans? Because you know, I, I've realized you know, men coming up with the groups to mow for, who can benefit from this? And I just thought, you know, veterans have put their lives on the line for this country, and it's only right that we serve them and give back whichever way we can. And at Rodney, that, I love to hear that, but uh -huh. Bermuda's your country. The United yes, States is not. I, I understand that, yeah. But I realized, you know, I've come across veterans during my time and just realized the importance of veterans. So that's, that's one of the reasons why I picked them. You know, Ronnie, something that strikes me as I'm talking to you, buddy, mm-hmm. There's compassion that oozes out of you. Where does that compassion come from? And and I have a, I, you know, I could be off base, but I'm going to say it. I think if you grow up the way you grew up, mm -hmm. struggling academically, and ending up having to leave your family to 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 work on your disability to overcome your own challenges. Um, my sense is that that experience helps you to understand the plight of others better than maybe somebody who hadn't experienced that much difficulty. And as I, as I hear you just this early in our conversation, it just, not many 20 something year old people think about, I want to do something for the elderly. Mm -hmm. I want to do something for are veterans, the veterans of a country that I live in now that I love, even though it's not my own country. I mean, where where do you think this compassion comes from in your heart? Well, I think just the way I was brought up. You know, really? Yeah. Tell just, me about that. You know, parents always telling me give back when you can. You know, I remember growing up and uh there were times where you used to feed the homeless. You know, my dad would take us to give out soup and stuff like that. And crackers off the were church. Were your mother and father wealthy, or were they? No, no, not wealthy at all. But you know, there's something that just instilled in us growing up. I just remember. I think it was in winter times we used to do that, give out soup and stuff like that, and being brought up in a church. You know, you're obviously a man of faith. Yeah, yeah. And, but at that, at that point in life, you know, I wasn't uh, strict about faith, but I I just knew if you pray about something, you know. 
God will show you, will lead you, lead you the way He wants you to go. And someone just told me pray that night, and you know, it just changed my life. I don't, I can't explain it. Yet it's one of those things like it just, it just happened. So you post on Facebook, mm -hmm. hey, I just got this dude, Mr. Brown's yard. Mm -hmm. He almost shot me, but we worked it out. <laughs> and uh, if you're disabled, single, elderly, or veteran, mm -hmm. and you're struggling getting your yawn done, I'll come cut it for you. Yeah, You just put it out there. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you something. In this world, when you see something like that, you wonder if it's a scam. You know, because there's always somebody sending out something on email or Facebook or text or Instagram or whatever that says, hey, you've won a free so-and-so. And, -so. and mm -hmm. you, you always think, what's the catch? Yeah. Right? And so some dude saying, hey, I just got this guy's yard. I want to kind of cut free people's yards at first. I got to believe some of that was met with some level of skepticism from some people. Yeah. I mean, of course. But you had some takers. Yeah, I mean, who was the next one? Do you remember the very next I mean, one? I don't. I don't remember the very next one. Um, it might have been this lady, Miss Miss Hatch. It could have been her because I still mow her lawn today. But I, I can't remember this. You still mow her lawn today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many years later? <laughs> what seven years later? Okay, so you had people reach out and yeah. say, "I'm elderly. I'm disabled. My lawn's a mess." Yeah. I would love for you to come mow it for free. Yeah. Did you have a lawnmower? No, at first I didn't have a lawnmower. So, so how are you going to cut their grass? The only requirement was is they had a lawnmower. Then after okay. a while, I think after like the 10th lawn, demand got high. So that's when I went to Craigslist and I was looking for a secondhand lawnmower. So you were going to buy one? Yeah, I was going to buy in one. In order to go cut people's lawns for free? Yeah, and... You realize this business is going in a negative direction on the profit and loss statement, right, brother? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. It was free. I know. I'm yeah, kidding. Hell. <laughs> worried about the money. Yeah, I wasn't. So, so you go to Craigslist to, yeah. to you're going to try to scrounge up a cheap used lawnmower. Exactly. And I came across one for $100. I'm still looking for this guy that gave it to me t well, today. $100 for a senior in college uh -huh. that's from Bermuda, whose parents aren't particularly wealthy, they're mm -hmm. not hurting, but they're wealthy. I'm mean, $100 is a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. and But I, this is something I wanted to do. So I went to Craigslist, and I came across one for $100. And I wrote the guy, I told him what I wanted to do, and he ended up giving it to me for free. He just gave you the lawnmower? He gave me the lawnmower. I shook his hand. I said, you're for real? Shook his hand. I, I'm trying to just, I, I go back on my emails and stuff, tr trying to find that old message from way back then. Just to find him, to thank him, and to show him how far, if it wasn't for him, you know, it could be in a different direction. And, and I can't find And you don't even him. know who this guy is now. I can't find his name. I can't find him. If you are the guy, if you're listening to this show and you gave a goofy 20-something-year-old dude in Huntsville a lawnmower that he said he was going to cut lawns for free with, please get in touch with us because Rodney <laughs> would like to thank you. Yeah. Okay, there. That was a there public service announcement for I you. Maybe, maybe <laughs> we'll hear from him. And now, a few messages from our generous sponsors. But first, we're now offering premium memberships for the Army of Normal Folks. For 10 bucks a month, you'll receive special benefits, such as being invited to a private yearly call with other premium members and me, 
access to monthly Ask Me Anything episodes, and occasional bonus audio. If you're interested in this, I hope you go to normalfolks.us and click on premium. But guys, that's really not what it's about. You get all that cool stuff, and we're going to provide all that stuff. But the truth is, we're trying to, to grow the army of normal folks and have a greater impact on the country. And with the premium memberships, we can fuel our marketing efforts to grow it. This podcast peaked at number 10 on Apple's podcast chart and all of the U.S., which is absolutely crazy. And it's not about me. It's about the guests and it's about you. So we've decided to set an exciting new goal of trying to be on Apple's top shows chart for our entire first year, which will mean more attention, more listeners, more Army members, and most importantly, more impact. But we need you, as always. So go to normalfolks.us and click on premium if you're down to help. If not, just keep listening. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's Coach Bill Courtney. If you're enjoying an episode of An Army of Normal Folks... There's another podcast you might like, especially if the global conflicts that seem to surround us and even the upcoming election are making you feel like we're on the brink of disaster. What Could Go Right is hosted by Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varvalukas. On What Could Go Right, the hosts sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues without resorting to pessimism or despair that we hear so often. Instead, they look back at how far society has come and look forward at what it will take to achieve an even brighter future. Is progress on the way? They may not have all the right answers, but on what could go right, they're asking the key questions. Tune in to hear interviews with upcoming guests like writer Coleman Hughes, CNN host Reed Zakaria and economist Alan Schrager. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, join them every Wednesday on What Could Go Right, available wherever you get your podcast. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. You're on about lawn 10 at this time, right? Yeah, Yeah, lawn 10. And and the lawnmower was a green... The brand was called Weed Eater. You got green weed eater. Yeah, lawnmower. lawnmower. Yeah. Start using that, and then that broke down. So I took it to a... Took it to a... Hard to gripe about a free lawnmower when it <laughs> breaks down, I guess. <laughs> took, took it to <laughs> a... Wasn't much warranty left on it, I guess. Not at all. Not at all. So I took it to a, a mechanic trying to get it fixed, and they were taking forever to fix it. And then someone donated me a brand new mower. Pushed really? Mower. Yeah. Where'd that come from? Just off Facebook? Yeah, people just... So what I was doing, um, one lady that I, I moved for, she, she tricked me. She said, oh, can you come on my lawn? She had the news, had a segment. They had a segment, um, people doing good in the community. And I'm, I'm just mowing a lawn. She's a disabled lady. And I, I saw the news drive up. Why are they driving up? And they just pop out. Camera. Start interviewing you. Yeah. Like, What's going on? I'm, I'm cutting this. I'm, I'm cutting, cutting some grass here. I'm cutting in between class. <laughs> <laughs> and the news is coming. I have to go back to class. I got no time. I don't have time for your news thing. Yeah. And, and hold, they, it, hold, it, hold it, hold it, hold it. You're telling me you're still a student this time. Yeah. And in between your nine and 11, you're rolling out in your car and cutting grass real quick and going back to class. Exactly. I was cutting. You are absolutely committed to cutting lawns oh, for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they ended up giving me $300. Who did? The news. They gave you $300. Yeah. What for? There's a segment. A that, more? No, the segment that they have. I say, oh, it's like giving back. Giving back, yeah. So they found out what I was doing and they shared my story and you know. So what'd you do with the three hundred bucks? Use it for gas. For lawnmowers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, <laughs> Rodney. Yeah. This is crazy. So you're cutting lawnmowers in between class, trying to graduate, mm-hmm. having overcome a learning disability. Mm-hmm. And clearly not making anything of yourself, Rodney. Right? <laughs> and how many, and, and I read somewhere that you challenged yourself to do a certain amount of lawns. Yeah, it was a hunt. By, uh, by what, Christmas? Is yeah, that what it was? Yeah, it was like 60. And then I reached 60 so fast, I might go to 100. A month and a half later, I reached my 100th lawn. And then after reaching my 100th lawn, that's when the idea of the organization came about. So I just, I'll just moving as well, Rodney don't, Smith. Don't jump ahead. Hold it. Let's just get to the. Let's just get to the. <laughs> okay. You're going to class. Yeah. Do you have a job that you actually make money with? No. Too? So, so international students, you can't work. So. I couldn't. Because you're not an American citizen. Yeah, you need. Um, you don't even have a green card. Yeah. You're on. You're here on a. Student I guess visa. an education visa. Yeah, student visa. Okay, so you're on a. <laughs> you're on a student visa. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you can't even work. Mm-hmm. And you're literally going to class, probably getting bet by on pennies and nickels yourself. Yeah. Cutting yawns in between class. Yeah. And from the day you met Mr. Brown up to Christmas, you challenged yourself to cut 100 free lawns for people who desperately needed it, and you achieved the goal. Yeah. So I actually reached my goal like in November sometime before Christmas. So. <laughs> of course. <laughs> But yeah, that that's how that's how that's the story how it all started. That's how it started, and then from there you started thinking, other people can do this, yeah. or what? I mean, what was 
there's one thing to go out and do something really kind and gracious and compassionate mm -hmm. like you're doing. All right. It's another thing to say, I can turn this into a movement. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially for a kid with learning disability who'll never mount anything. What gave you the temerity, the, the courage to think that you could actually make this into something? And, and I keep saying the learning disability, mm -hmm. and I keep saying the Bermuda thing, and mm -hmm. I keep saying you didn't have a green card, and, and all of the things, because I want to emphasize there are people every day born in this country with all the features, advantages, and benefits of being an American that make all kinds of excuses why they can't overcome something. Yeah. And then there's you, Rodney, which is special. And um, I keep emphasizing who you are and where you came from because I think you're a, a walking embodiment of if you've got the will, there's a way. Oh, yeah. And so 100, 100 lawns in, yeah, $300 in gas money yeah. on lawnmower number two because the first freebie broke down. Yeah. And you say, I'm going to turn this into an organization. Well, I mean, that's kind of bold. Well, I didn't know it would become an organization. It just, I guess you could say just encouraging kids because – some parents were reaching out saying, can my son join? Can my son join? Come Or join you. So at the time- So you had parents? Yeah, a few parents. Like one or two parents, they wanted to get their kids to come out and mow with me. I remember one lady I was mowing. It's like, this is like lawn 80. She's like, I want my son to come out and mow with you. And this is just when I was mowing as Rodney Smith. You know? How old of a kid are we talking about? Probably like 14, 15, maybe 13. Able body. Yeah, able body. used to body. get out from behind the couch, get off the video games, get some exercise. Exactly. And yeah, I just remember she was one of the first that wanted her kid to come out and move with me. Was he fat? No. Really? No, he's just a regular kid. All these kids these days <laughs> sitting on the couches are fat. Drink too much Kool-Aid and watch too many video games yeah. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but yeah, just a regular kid. Um, She just wanted him to get out and get back to the community. Yeah. Yeah. And... um. So I said, okay. And that's when I It'd be a better story if he was fat. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and that's when I um trying to come up with a name for it. You know? A name for, for whatever, whatever it is you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. And I went to this website called Custom Inc. The T shirt website. What? Custom Inc. Yeah. And you can make T shirts on there. So oh. and they have a bunch of templates and different um vectors. Um so I just typed in lawnmower. Typed in a lawnmower. Yeah. So see what it looked like on a t-shirt. And then different things with lawnmowers came up. And that's when I came across this right here. Just that. What this right here is, is for those listening, it's <laughs> it's called Raising yeah. Men Lawn Care. Lawn Care. And it is a, a um, it's a takeoff of the image of, um, what's the word? I'm looking for it's a takeoff of the image of it's evolution. Like ev evolution. It's yeah. takeoff the image of evolution. She was a baby, and it's a baby crawling. Then Younger. what looks to be a six or seven year old, and then a fourteen or fifteen year old, and then a grown man. Yeah, and then a man pushing a lawnmower. Yeah, and that kind of triangular looking thing, and it's raising men lawn care service, and so. Clearly, as I'm looking at that image, mm -hmm. I'm understanding that now you're not just concerned with cutting people's lawns who need it, mm -hmm. who are disadvantaged, 
but you see as an opportunity to get mentor. kids and mentor kids yeah. to learn to do something for, for someone others. other than themselves. Yeah, exactly. And that was the and, idea. In other words, to adopt your compassion. Yeah. And just just give back. Just help people. And so that's this is I just saw this this at first. And then as soon as I saw that, the idea raising men came up. So I had two ideas. It was either raising men or raising kings. I don't know know why kings I like men better. Exactly. So I, I I gave this idea to a girl and said, what do you like better, raising men or raising kings? She said, raising men. So that's kept raising men. And then I came up with a tag name, giving back to the community. And that's how I came up with the idea of the organization's name. And then- But at this time, mm-hmm. you've really only cut a hundred lawns and have a couple of kids whose mom sent them out to, to work with you. Yeah. I mean, at this time, you're just, you're still playing with the idea. Yeah, playing with it. Right. So now you got your T-shirt. Now mm-hmm. you got your logo. Now yeah. you got your name. Yeah, got a hundred lawns cut. You got a couple of kids off the couch trying to teach them how to give back. And then what happens the following year? Um. So 2016, January 2016 was when it firstly uh, officially started. A kids car coming up. The first kid was named Ethan. Um. His mom wanted to come out, you know, he's a little chubby guy. And Oh, there we go. <laughs> and, uh, Fat. I <laughs> no, knew it had to happen eventually. No, but, you know, he, Ethan was the first kid to come out. And he, his mom, I remember. How old? He's about 12, 13 at the time. I remember when he got to the lawn, his mom pulled up with him in the car. She, she said she had to force him to get up that morning because he's lazy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because he's fat and lazy <laughs> laying in the bed because he's been playing video games all night. Yeah, so we got Ethan out and... Drinking Kool-Aid. Yeah, and they, they gave birth to a whole a few other kids to follow his footsteps in the community. Really? Yeah. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's Coach Bill Courtney. If you're enjoying an episode of An Army of Normal Folks, there's another podcast you might like, especially if the global conflicts that seem to surround us and even the upcoming election are making you feel like we're on the brink of disaster. What Could Go Right is hosted by Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varvalukas. On What Could Go Right, The hosts sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues without resorting to pessimism or despair that we hear so often. Instead, they look back at how far society has come and look forward at what it will take to achieve an even brighter future. Is progress on the way? They may not have all the right answers, but on what could go right, They're asking the key questions. Tune in to hear interviews with upcoming guests like writer Coleman Hughes, CNN host Reed Zakaria, and economist Alan Schrager. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, join them every Wednesday on What Could Go Right, available wherever you get your podcast. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. 
on the network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. So how many lawns did you and these kids that you're mentoring end up cutting that next year? I can't keep count, but... um. About. It's hard, hard to say. Because cutting in between classes still. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And the weekends with the kids. Are you going to class smelling like gasoline and oh, covered yeah. in grass? Oh, oh yeah. Nobody wanted to sit next to you, man. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember going to class... People saying, where you just come from? I've met most of them lawns. <laughs> yeah. What's it look like? I've been cutting some grass. I, I would have a thermal t-shirt on and sweatpants and a New York hat <laughs> and go cut grass. <laughs> All right. So um, let's fast forward to 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, in In 2017... You had from Ethan and Mr. Brown mm-hmm. and this idea, you ended up with 150 kids mowing lawns in seven different states. Yeah. How do you do that? There's only one of you. You can't be all over the place with 150 kids cutting grass. Yeah. So 2016, it started. And then eventually around May 2016, we went viral on the internet for what we were doing in, in mm, Huntsville. People, the, the story's getting around. Yeah, the story went viral. I remember, so one particular post, we was at a lawn mowing. It had like 600 likes. For some reason, that day, out mowing, had 600 likes. I thought, what's going, something is happening. Something is happening. And then, by the next lawn, it was like at a thousand something likes. Wow. By the end of the night, it was at 250,000 likes. 250,000? Yeah. And by the end of the night, the next day, it was at almost a million likes. Because you're cutting some grass? Cutting some grass. and Because each lawn we do, we cut the grass and share the story. Like, sure. We take a picture with the homeowner. Yeah. And then we mowed Mr. Example, Mr. Brown's lawn, you know. And then every time we do a lawn, we post it. And then, yeah, so that this one particular post went viral, and to date it has like four million likes. And every every year, about three or four times each each year, it will go viral again, and people will see that, and then will donate. So it comes comes in handy when it comes to the organization. But and then eventually, a lady by the name of Shannon, she lived in Wichita, Kansas, and a lady by the name of Lori, she lived in Marion, Ohio. Shannon- stop! 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 Kansas and Ohio. Uh huh. Bro, you're in Huntsville. Yeah. Are you still taking classes? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Ohio and Kansas mm-hmm. call you up and say- Yeah, so Shannon had a son by the name of Andre. Lori had a son by the, a grandson by the name of Quentin. 
And they saw what we were doing in Huntsville because it went viral. And they wanted to get their kids involved. So they gave me the idea right on the spot. Say, look, if your son and grandson can move 50 lawns, I'll come out there and get them a brand new mower. Um, Where are you going to get the money for the mower? I don't know. <laughs> but I, if they do it, I'll yeah, do it. I, I, yeah. So someone just told me, give them, I challenge them. And we sent them the t-shirts because- So you really did. You just threw down the gauntlet and said, I tell you what, if yeah. you're for real, yeah, you do 50, I'll come, I'll out come meet you in person. I'll drive my car yeah. in person and give you a lawnmower. Yeah. And because when we first started the organization in Huntsville, every 10 lawns, kids will get a different color t-shirt. So they start with a white t-shirt. Uh-huh. Like It's like karate belt. Once they move 10 yeah. lawns, they get an orange shirt, 20 are green, 30 are blue, and 40 are red, and 50 earns a black t-shirt. And then, you know, they Literally finish. like karate belt. Exactly. And they'll finish the program for the kids in Huntsville. But when those two people from Ohio and, uh, and Kansas, they said they want to get their kids involved, I said, look, you guys do that. I'll come out and give you a brand new lawnmower. And that gave birth to something we call the 50-yard challenge. And to date, we have over 4,000 plus kids nationwide taking part in this 50-yard challenge. And we have at least one kid in each 4,000 kids have done 50 yards, that's... Uh... 200 some thousand lawns. But that's how many kids are in the program right now taking part in the 50-yard challenge. So if all, all 4,000 completed, that's 200 some thousand lawns moved for free. That's unbelievable. I know. It's okay, crazy. so how do the kids find the lawns to go cut? How does that work? Yeah, so we leave it up to the kids to find the people that move for it. And we found that um, that gets them to get out in their community and meet people they probably normally wouldn't have met and built friendships and relationships with different people. So you don't, you don't use your social media account no. to direct the kids to lawns to people that need their lawns no. cut. You make them do their own outreach. Yeah, they do their own outreach. And, and their kids make signs that go indoors I'm doing the 50-yard challenge. I'm mowing free lawns. Can I mow your lawn for free? And they're meeting people, you know, they, they normally wouldn't have met. And they're starting friendships, relationships. And But there are times when, you know, people come to us saying, oh, I live in Texas. I live in Arizona. Oh, my parent lives here. And they're struggling with the lawn. Do you have a kid in our area, in their area that can help them out? There's a, that happens. And if we're able to connect a kid and a person that way, we we do. But... Otherwise than that, we leave it out to the kids to get out there and, and take You know, it just dawned on me. These kids are often 13 or 14 years old yeah. going to cut free lawns. Mm-hmm. Do their parents end up sometimes driving them across town? Yeah. So, that's a, so it becomes a parent too. Exactly. And we recently, oh, last two, three years, so when the kids finish and they get their black t-shirts, the parents get the t-shirts as well because- They the parents, invested in their kids. They, invested, they invested in kids to, to do that. And it, if it wasn't for the parent- a lot of these kids probably wouldn't have got to those lawns. So it's it's a team effort, and there's grandparents that even take their kids around. And we're finding that listen, getting the feedback from the grandparents and the parents is saying that when they're taking their kids to these lawns, they're bonding, they're spending that quality time together because otherwise they might have been inside just playing video games. <laughs> but now they're taking the kid around, they're meeting people in their community, they're bonding stronger. Well, well plus it... it- I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I worked hard with my four children, mm-hmm. but I can't tell you how many times I meet kids that I think are just damn near antisocial. Yeah. I mean, they're 
70, 80% of their interaction is behind a computer screen or a, or a stupid iPhone. Yeah. And they don't even know how to go out, look somebody in the eye and shake their hand. Yeah. And maybe I'm old school. No, I know I'm old school. But I, I still think you need to be able to interact gotcha. personally with people. And so this also is giving those kids a chance to go learn how to speak to people, approach a, yeah. a stranger, speak to people, and look them in the eye and act like they got some sense yeah. rather than just a robot sitting behind a computer screen. Yeah, it just stuff like that. And it's it's beneficial for these kids to get out there. And So, I mean, we're benefiting people that need grass yeah. cut. We're benefiting so it's the kids that are for, learning. Yeah, so it's been for the people that we're helping and also for the kids. And the parents. And the parents. And the grandparents. So it's it's a, it's a win-win. And the idea is to keep growing it and eventually put like the Big Brothers, the Big Sisters organization where we can have chapters in each state and then um, get more kids involved. And all this from the simple effort of cutting grass. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just such a, a reminder that you, you don't have to be a concert pianist or a... a no ballet or whatever. Pick some discipline and go into the inner city and teach kids all this stuff. You don't have to have that, those disciplines to be able to make a massive difference. Yeah. You can make a massive difference with something as simple as cutting grass. Yeah. And, and people come to me all the time and saying, oh, I had the same idea. I, said, I asked them what happened. Well, I well, didn't know that. Why didn't you do it? And that's the thing. People people think you need a bunch of stuff to get started you, you don't you just need to start like i figured out along the way like as you, you ain't home, never gonna get there if you don't you, take the first exactly step. you have to take the first step right. don't worry about how you're gonna get there. just take the first step just take it and then everything will fall in place and for you the first step was walking up and speaking to mr brown yeah phenomenal that concludes part one of our conversation with Rodney Smith Jr. And I hope you'll listen to part two that's now available as this dude is as inspiring and genuine as it gets. But if you don't, make sure you join the Army of Normal Folks at normalfolks.us and sign up to become a member of our movement. By signing up, you'll receive a weekly email with short episode summaries in case you happen to miss an episode or if you prefer reading about our incredible guests. Together, y'all, we can change this country, and it starts with you. I'll see you in part two. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. 
Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.